Tabletop Time. I'm Rob. Wow, what am I doing? I'm Brick and I'm playing Brick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am playing Brick. He is a strong bo- uh, bodyguard for my verbal companions and... Uh, I, I, I really wasn't ready for this. I'm Jazza and I'll be narrating this campaign. I'll be. I have been. I am narrating this campaign. We're all doing well tonight. Yeah, well, one day we'll get a smooth intro. But anyway, go on. Take it away. I'm Dave and I rolled an 11, which is lower than 16. Six. Didn't have a 10 in front of it. No. I'm Dave and I can't count. You I'm not playing six. down. Yeah. I'm a six, yeah. I saw, yeah, this is the right order. I read order. 16. I if read 16. No, nah, it was six. Hey, See, guys. none of us can get right tonight. <laughs> I'm Dave. Oh. And I'm playing Delvin. And Delvin's the kind of guy who likes to deliberately mess up to make his friends feel better about it. <laughs> Unfortunately, Dave isn't that kind of guy and would be very embarrassed if he were to make a public mistake. Um, and I'm Jen. I'm playing Catalina. Again, every time I introduce her, she's the beautiful Finstein woman. With emotional with a, damage. With That's emotional like always damage. the subtitle. Yes. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. She loves Celine Dion. Did you know you can, you can change a Tesla's horn to be any noise? I did not. So you can change the Tesla's horn sound to be emotional damage. Really? If you wanted to ruin people's Are you being serious? Yeah, so I believe so. We can so. I change it to like, hey! Yeah. yeah. Hey! Yeah. But I like how much hey! people would get so upset by emotional damage. Is that how long are the Hey! <laughs> uh, we're getting distracted. Let, yeah. Let's jump into it. Recap. Woo! Basically, uh, we have uh, in game about, what, a couple of hours of play to recap? We're going we're gonna to pick up the pace a little bit. Sure. <laughs> but it was a very substantial meeting uh, of minds. So right. what, what did everyone take from that? Because everyone had a slightly different experience, otherwise the topic was roughly the same. I don't know why Catalina was so cagey. They seem lovely, those children of Amar and uh, that Melba lady. She just asked me a bunch of really simple questions and I answered them. She was like, you're good to go. Didn't even check my driver's license <coughs> for the carriage. She's <coughs> blind. Well, I figure they put Braille on it, I guess. I don't know. I don't much, unfortunately, I don't much think about it. Um... We found out about Russell Hale, a grey guard that uh, has a bit of a shady past who might be... His his shady past is that he is extremely loyal to doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's very shady he's just for interpretation of events. Depends you ask. Shady um, through the lens of grey guard yeah. bastards. Yeah, oh, yeah. he didn't execute the people we asked him to. That's pretty shifty. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um... But could be very helpful to our cause. So we are going to meet up with him and see if he can help us. Cool. That's one of the things that happened. Oh, and I got some rings and a necklace that create fire. Interesting. Rick also had a meeting with his mother and had some very difficult questions to answer. Were they difficult? Not really. <laughs> and how, how did you end the session last week? Do you remember? Uh, a dream? Yes, we ended in a cliffhanger, which was a dream where Medela, apparently Medela, was like chained up in a dungeon and we literally ended on a cliffhanger. As Brick said, I turned to her and approach mid-dream and it was very dramatic and we all gasped. Cool. Cool. <laughs> so, on that note... Wait, no, that one's too peaceful. <laughs> uh, hang on a second. Man, I can't believe I fucked that intro so hard. Oh, this is... Did you get his number? Something. All right. 
Paint the canvas. Okay. You approach her. The moment you take a step, your foot hits the ground, you're in a completely different place. Uh, I'm going to get you to roll a perception check to sort of see what your mind does with this and what it holds on to. What's my challenge level? Uh, The challenge level is... I did not need that. I got a two. Okay. As happens in dreams sometimes, you're in one scenario and moments later you're in an entirely different scenario and it makes sense. So uh, you don't seem to question it when moments later you're standing in a marketplace. Um, You recognise this as being the marketplace of Felmore. uh, Sorry, of... uh, Felton, um, specifically the one adjacent to the trading camp where you had been there on a few occasions, once or twice, um, and on one instance you were required to accompany a group of sort of closely related people, Medela being one of them, um, and you and a few of your Phalanchal brethren sort of on the outskirts standing outside near the edge of town mm-hmm. as they were sort of cautiously walking around town, Medela being the youngest among them. And do you, do you move or interact or say anything at all? Uh, I'm going to say he's, he's probably pretty immersed in the dream. He'll fall in line as if this was what he's trying to do. Yep. You know, take guard positions and, and be on guard for any potential threats. After a brief period, um, there's a couple of children. Again, Medela's the youngest, so they're sort of young teenagers and, and Medela and then a, a couple of adults who are just coming back from a, meet, a trade meeting accompanying with the kids and walking back. Um, And as they're walking past, one of them looks at your stance up and down and he pulls his travelling stick. It's a really ornate, like, Mm -hmm. travelling stick and he whacks you on the leg and says, your stance is weak. Yep. You must represent us. I straighten and correct my posture. Medela sort of looks at you briefly and her eyes glint like with a half breath of recognition. Mm-hmm. And then her eyes go wide for a split second. And she goes, no, this isn't right. We're not here. You, you weren't here. What are you doing here, Brick? How did you get here? And moments later... You feel yourself pulled into an awake state. I'm going to get your role perception again. Let's see how much of the dream you hold on to. So Little. far it's been pretty bad, right? He hasn't been remembering much. No. I don't think I've remembered a single one. Challenge level three. Well, well congratulations yay! on okay. passing with three. You do wake up with those sort of fading but still reasonably distinct as you wake memories of that dream. Mm-hmm. Seems a little odd and given that you remembered some of the other ones, felt a bit different. Yeah. Weirdly disjointed I imagine to Brick's perspective. But how would Brick be interpreting those sort of that brief exchange? Obviously it's like not you don't remember that first more pressing part yeah. as much. But um, um. I think he just interpreted it as like a, a weird, just an, odd dream. an odd dream, especially if you can't remember the first part. Yeah. Yeah. 
Cool. What does everyone do as they wake up into the beautiful, bright new day? I would like to see how well I slept. Cool. Let's make some I rolls. I like to make my sleep. Let's make a, let's make a, uh, let's make a juicy sleep check. Roll I got one dice twice. Is that correct? I think it is. My, the ring has two. Oh, yeah, okay. So two dice and, and one. one. Yep. So this is for me. Boop. Damn it. So, and did you deplete that or have you? Hmm? I haven't. I've, I've fixed so you still my, have your point? I No. You've spent your point. I do not. I have one point in the ring. What that did you I spend? What did Destiny. you spend your? I haven't had my mana for like four sessions because I overburned myself and then. Oh, one, and that was a huge. I recovered, healed, but you didn't recover, get a mana But back. I have failed. Okay. Yeah. So this is the ringus, and I get one success. So does that mean it goes up to full at two? You had one. I had one. Now you so have full. two. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. So I can at least make my brain sharp frequently. Right. You you have a. Good enough sleep, not great. You, f- you still feel a, a little, <laughs> still feel a little wanting. I took the ring off, rested on the bedside table. It was very well seated. It had a comfortable rest. <laughs> my bed <laughs> wasn't to my yeah. stand. <laughs> All right, Catalina, do you yes. have a morning ritual you would like to engage yes. in? Um, I go walk over to like the windowsill. Mm-hmm. Um, I sit and I pull out my harp and I start playing. Okay. Take me through what you're playing. I think this is the first time we've actually slept after everything that's happened. So I think that Catalina's going to play a song that's kind of quite long. It tells it's kind of changes and shifts in um, tempo and, and tells more of a story. And it's telling the story of like the emotion that she had with her mother and then what she had with Delvin hmm. and then kind of finally resolving all of that conflict and kind of feeling a bit close with her friends and feeling that maybe the relationships that she's built here are kind of stronger than the relationship she had back home. Okay. Can you please make your check? Yes. Three dice. Boom! Yay, you smashed it with the with the time and space to really sink into that song. You really went at it. Hooray. However, I'm going to ask you to make a perception check. No. Challenge level three. Mm, you yep. smashed it. That's all right. But at the end of your song, you get this sensation that you're being watched, and you turn. He won't have been there for long. But Mikey is sort of sitting outside the windowsill with an orange in his hand. Is sort of like half pulled open and he's like looking impressed. It's like, I thought you'd be up by now. Didn't realise you had that sort of thing in you. Mm. You want some? And he uh, like pulls a few orange slices open. Your window is sort of like overlooking the slant of the next part of the roof. So you sort of... Could I reach out to grab some if I wanted to? Yeah, you could open the window. I'm picturing, is it like a mini balcony with like a little, like the very small ones? It's sort of overlooking the adjacent roof. That's still part of the building. It's like a higher story up, but it's, you know what I mean? Like the window Mm -hmm. opens out to the top of the roof. Yeah. I'm going to quickly put my hop away. Yeah. Open the windows. Um, And I'm going to play nice and say, uh, Sure. I'll, I'll take some and offer my hand out. 
How long have you been playing up for? He says as he sort of bites into his piece of orange. Uh, a while, I suppose. Uh, do you play anything? Nah. I mean, tuition and all that. Yeah. Still don't quite know how to, you know, spell. So, sure. But I, feel, I sort of assume that was sort yeah. of like a later step in the process. But. Yeah. No, that's, that's... Is that something you've wanted to learn? That's... Writing, yeah, well, and knowledge, history. He looks really taken aback. Like, I mean, why would anyone teach me that? Oh, it's just, <laughs> just a curious question. That's all. Never mind me. I'm just no, my own thoughts. Yeah, no, nah, never mind. <laughs> That'd be a silly idea, anyway. Eh? Well, anyway, sorry to interrupt. Didn't mean to, you know, be all watchy woo. But you know, I like to get my stretch in the morning and. Citrus is really good in these parts, are you? Yeah, it's... Turns out it's right. It's, yeah, it's quite delightful. Sorry. No. Bit weird, I know. But anyways, <laughs> I've seen worse things in someone's window. Oh. It sort of wanders out. Okay. Close the doors. Close See you down for breakfast. He sort of <laughs> wanders out and drops off the edge. <laughs> All right. How do you wake up, Delvin? Well, in what chronology are we waking up? Because I feel like Delvin's... He's a, he's ready for a sleep in. So okay. I'm going to say I'm probably going to be asleep until these guys wake me up or a bit after that. Fair enough. You've probably got a little bit of time this morning in getting started because there's people to meet. But look a little bit like this. <laughs> there is someone waiting at the table that you guys will have sat at last night. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you up? I would have said I'd be up pretty early. Oh. Okay. Do you do anything before heading down to breakfast or meeting anyone? I mean, if I've got time, I'll go and try and get a carter done in some open area. Let's do it. Early morning carter. Yeah. Pop outside. Let's say, how, how early do you think Brickwood will be waking up on this occasion? Probably before sunrise, knowing that it's easier to get my carter done when there's okay. not people around staring at me. All right. So we're slightly rewinding time a little bit for Brick to be up early enough yeah, to be up earlier than the early risers. Um. You head outside and you notice a, a roll a perception check. Challenge level? Challenge level two. I got it. Three. Okay. Um, to your right, as you exit the, the tavern to sort of do your morning stuff, you notice a gathering of guards um, that look to be investigating something. Um, a good, like... 50 metres away, about five or six doors down. Um, And they have closed off that area, sort of starting to be roped off and there's um, a bit of animated discussion um, of a panic sort off in the distance there. That's all you notice. So you're going to get to work on your carter? I'm going to get to work on my carter. Let's give it a combat roll, shall we? Well, given our rolling cheat sheet, that is a very difficult task you just pulled off. So anyone who will have wandered by... I I should have rolled another two dice. Roll another two dice. Let's see if it changes anything. Let's make that an unrealistically impressive display. Get a good sleep. With an extra two dice. So you are sharp this morning. I like it. 
it's like your redemption Carter after, after a, yesterday's a, failed one. Yeah, and it's been it's been a long journey. There's been a lot to process, so this is almost like your reset, and you do get a, a good reset. You are sharp, quick. The blood is flowing, and uh, you sort of build up into a flow state really quickly, and it turns into more of a performance than a military practice. Yep. Very quickly, you're actually feeling that yep. energy you need feel competent as a warrior as a protector a couple of uh gray guards sort of uh, double glance at you and then notice the pin so you're wearing on your chest and like look at each other like how did he get <laughs> yeah. who who's giving him a weapon um but they sort of scurry past um as you wrap up the glowing golden uh dawn is now strong and uh, there's a bit of motion so you could probably head inside and get breakfast yep, uh, as you see Catalina heading down the stairs at about that point you open the door and I'm assuming walk in and there's a, a drop of a couple of footsteps behind you from a kid who seems to have jumped down from the roof <laughs> and he looks up at you and he says you like oranges? not particularly you're lost and he sort of wanders past you into the room do I notice anything in the room? Or are they no longer there? There is someone at the table. They look a little expectant. Um, and it's just like a Graydon average looking traveller. Um, slightly worn clothes, but well presented. Um, but he's holding uh, an envelope and he immediately recognises and looks at Catalina. She sort of enters up the stairs and starts to, to walk down. Mm-hmm. And he sort of like shuffles a little bit. He's looking a little surreptitious, mm-hmm. but like he doesn't quite know what, what to expect. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he start up, starts to half stand as you're in the room and nearby. Okay. Um, um, is there still sorry, the, you first. <laughs> sorry, I was just going to ask, is there still the guards in the corner of the room? Or that's being There's no off? guards in this building. Oh, okay. All right. They are all otherwise occupied. Never mind. Yes. Uh, uh, Catalina, is it? Yes. yes. I am um, here with the um, people you have recently associated with. Uh, I'm one of their sons. Oh, uh, pleasure. Likewise, the ple- pleasure is all mine. Um, I was simply here to, I believe, uh, collect someone to take them to travel. Yes. Yes, you are. Uh, have you eaten this morning by any chance? Oh, I'm not hungry. I, I eat on the road. Right. Um, let me just go get my associate because uh, I actually don't know where this individual is that you are picking up. Uh, I see. <laughs> I'm a little confused. Just, just uh, make yourself comfortable. I'll be right back. Okay. And he sort of sits and waits. I bolt up the stairs. <laughs> go over to Delman's room. All right, all, all, all right, all right. And I stumble out of bed. I open the door. The door opens like half a foot mm-hmm. and then poof, hits something solid and then shuts again really quickly. Are you okay, Delvin? Yeah, right, yep, I just, I kind of forgot I just got out of bed and I, give me a second. There's some ruffling sound of clothes Pots. being put on. It's like maybe you get the intent that someone was about to open the door naked yeah. and then just realize that probably like in their half sleepy state. And then Delvin appears, uh, looking semi rested and a bit disheveled. Uh, a bit very like. Morning. Morning. Mm, what did um, you need? Sorry. 
we have an associate here for Osbert, I believe. Right. Well, I've got that sorted. It did take a bit out of me, but oh, he, he's over there. We got a room, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that the, the... I'll say he's bunked with um, Pemble. Oh, no, Pemble's off. No. Never mind. Yeah, he's... I'm, I'm happy for him. You gave him a cot in, in your room. Yeah. yeah. So you, mm-hmm. the door opens, and I'm like, you know, I got the suite right. <clears throat> I, I didn't even check. Oh, I, well, uh, and then I gesture across, and, like, the, the robe area, the walk-in robe door is shut, and there's, like, a bookshelf pressed, like, dragged in front of it. <laughs> he's in there on some... Mattresses and stuff. And you just hear... Was it really necessary to trap him in the closet? I gave him a chamber part. Right. Okay. Well, he's a, he's what, wait. escort is here. I mean, have you seen what he does when he isn't caged? I don't. That bird flies free. I... <laughs> That's fine. Let's get him out of here. Can I have a hand with this? Sure. I guess. Right. We just yep. move the shelf, open the door. Osbert. He's hard to stir. He's deeply in sleep. And he looks quite... He's got that peaceful, satisfied sort of face. So he's in a happy sleep. Right. Kind of, like, shake a little bit. Mike just sort of pokes his head around the door and is like, you want me to go get a big one to carry him in? Oh, that... That would... He's sleeping like a baby. He probably carries like one. All right. Sure. Good idea. That sounds mm. kind of cute, honestly. Good thinking. He sort of like skips down the hallway and he, I don't know, he's just having a good time. <laughs> he sort of like wanders down. Well, and his friends are back. It's like, oi, biggin. I, it, I've obviously been summoned, so I'm just going to follow him up the stairs. There's a package I need carrying. Might need to tie him up extra tight, I hear. Very well. And I'm just going to walk upstairs still munching on food. Yeah. Like just like a clump of bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Like crispy, burnt black. <laughs> Got to be specific. Very well done. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I make my way up the stairs. Cool. Yep. Brick, good you're here. We were taking bets on how well you could bridle carry. Would you mind picking up Osbert for us? I do not think it would be a problem. All right. With ease. <laughs> <laughs> and you pick him up. He's so fast asleep. Like you've never seen someone so deep in sleep. It seems like he really wore himself out yesterday. So he was yep. pretty unattended. <laughs> Mm, and I guess, it, um, so yeah, so you head back downstairs. This person sitting at the table looks like a little perplexed when a freaking huge phalan call is carrying this, you know, old, like very deeply sleeping man, like standing in front of him. So this is, um, this is him then. What, what was his name? Uh, Osbert. Yeah, Osbert. Osbert. He's asleep, by the way. He's not, he's not dead. No, he's completely, uh, He's in his own place. He's in his own world. So I recommend um, just being gentle with him. He, he needs to get out a bit. Freedom to recharge, so to speak. But um, Say no more. He very much wants to go to Thanissia. So make it an adventure for him, a trip and something he's, he wants to do. And I think it'll be pretty easy to go along with you. Oh, make it the ride of his life. Make sure of it. All right. Well, my carriage awaits and uh, I'm heading off shortly anyway. So if you could help me... By carrying that a little further. Really well. And you load him up into the cart with, with yeah. no worry at all. And as yeah. that's sort of happening, he sort of turns and he sort of pulls out a slightly um, scrumpled envelope and sort of shiftily gives it to Catalina. I head out and Brick lays him in the carriage. Yeah. I'd like to climb in with Osbert and see if he's sort of stirring it. He's starting to. Okay. You know, you could... 
bring him to a little bit if you want. I would to. like to bring him to a little bit. Yeah. And just so gently hold his hand. And he starts to wake. It's like, I say, Osbert. Oh. Good morning. It's you. Remember I said that we could we could get you to Thanissia to go on that holiday you'd always wanted to go on. See the isle. I have always wanted to go to Thanissia. Well, you're... Uh, Isn't that where they make the candles? Your distant relatives and good friends here are going to take you there. And just so you got a little bit for yourself. And I hand him, I pull out a few coins from my pouch and just put it in his ha- uh, hand. I'm like, if you fi- find any souvenirs you want to buy, make sure you've got a bit of coin for it. And he like looks at it like, well, how are they going to make candles out of this? Well, maybe you can ask him. Could be a bit of fun. I bet they have the magic, he says, waggling his eyebrows. <laughs> I waggle my eyebrows back, like, equally, and I go, I bet they do, Oz, but stay safe, and I'll be seeing you again, mate. Okay. Oh. And he gently, he leans in and gives you a kiss on the cheek. Uh, I give oh. him a kiss on the forehead, and then I step out of the carriage. And he leans back, and he starts, like, looking at it, like, how do you make a candle? <laughs> Says the guy that can manipulate matter. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, on that note. <laughs> oh, please. He's looking at the candle and it, oh. it gently just fall, like unfolds itself into like, a, it, like it's dripping. Yeah. And it starts to turn into like, it's like a long shape. Like it feels like it could be melty wax yep. still held together, but sort of barely. And he's like, Oh, it all makes sense now. <laughs> you sort of hear him say as you wander out. That's great. I smile and look at you guys and go, um, it's, it's funny. There's a bit of peace in it. Isn't there? In what? Sorry. I just gestured. Oz, but Oh Yeah. There's still some good in the world, I, I think. Well, yeah, I guess if you don't know where you are or what's going on, <laughs> you can <laughs> find it, but ah, whatever. I hope he's all right. Yeah. Well, uh, the very best to you all and all your future endeavours. He sort of nods, climbs mm. on the cart and... And it's sort of like it's a smaller carriage. It's only meant to fit two people in the back and it's got a temporary cover over the top and mm-hmm. sort of rides off with his horse. I tried to stab him two days ago. <sighs> How people could change you. <laughs> I think there's like a prophecy about enemies and friends and stabbing each other, but I just I can't think of it right now. I just, I guess I don't know how to meet people. I find I often get very uh, aggressive when I need... <laughs> Maybe it's a character flaw. I could explain why I'm single. Everyone roll a perception check. I find that's when people get aggressive with me. <laughs> when they meet you. Yes. Three. Yeah, I'm going to say this one's challenge level. I'll give you more based on what you get. Five. Five. Whoa! Cat. We're rolling hot tonight. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oof. I only ever roll you hot. You won't be outdone. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Mikey. Cool. Three. I only ever roll hot when I'm firing a fusion blaster at a space frame. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Delvin and Mikey both uh, sort of gather that there's commotion off in the distance, but Catalina and Brick pretty quickly, like more quickly than the other two, but also start to infer what's happening off in the distance. There's something being investigated uh, of a violent nature. And the, the line that is being drawn as far as like 
being an exclusionary space, uh, it's being it's sort of stretching out. They're, they're noticing that it's going to be more of a problem if people are getting closer. They're starting to sort of set guards out and sort of keep people further away at the point at which now one of them is sort of, you know, you know, a good like five, ten metres away from you and starting to expand the perimeter, holding people off. Oh, great. Well, what is it? I don't know, but the last time something like this happened while well, I was alone and... The grey guard interrupts you saying, You four, how long have you been there? Uh, Garkin. Early like, rises? Like two minutes, right? We were just seeing a friend off. I point at the food brick still has with him. I'm like, we were having breakfast in the tavern. All right, see that you go to it and finish it. What happened there, mate? None of your business. And he turns. That perception, that persuasion to try and convince him around. You can try. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. I'm going to, I'm not even going to challenge roll this one. Can I? Go for it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to set a challenge level for this one. Yep. Uh, for brick, challenge level seven for Delvin six. You don't know what my argument is. He doesn't care. <laughs> but he's probably intimidated by you. He just won't want you to around. probably not fan of your kind. I got four. It was a pretty good roll. It was a good roll. I can't meet this, but I'm going to roll anyway yeah. because I think you it's go a good for it. argument. One. Evidently not, two. but. Two. Come on, mate. Just a, what the hell is it? What, what's got you so rustled up? He ignores you. If there has been any danger, I would know what to adequately protect my charges. He ignores you. E- even if I flash my back. The city is his. His duty right now is the priority, and all of you are just like. Really? As far as he's concerned, you're just like every other sticky beak, and everyone's going to have a question, so he just completely ignores you. Well, if we want to find out, the best thing to do is press into that crowd. No, it ain't, says Mikey. And he sort of shimmies off to the back of the mm. building. Well, hold, hold. do you want a f- sticky beak or do you want to bugger off? Mm-hmm. What's the play? I stick a leg out and go follow Mikey. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Oof. You hear a clatter <laughs> behind the tavern. And if you, and does anyone go to see? I'll yeah, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Follow you followed Mikey, I follow so you Catalina, walk around, it becomes a chain. And it, there are stacks of barrels that Mikey started to climb up, and he, but he's flat on his back, surrounded by barrels, one of which is smashed. And he looks up at you like, I've been up this one four times already. How does that happen as soon as someone's bloody well watching? <laughs> What's the challenge level to climb onto the roof? Two. <laughs> okay, I'm going to using raw Delvin's attempted at body strength athletics check to just climb okay. the wall. Go for it. And I just like, ah. it's slippery. <laughs> the ale that in the burst keg is like, <laughs> so you're just. Can I just lift him up there? Y- yes, you can assist him. You can roll an assist. Do you do an athletics roll as an assist check, and your any bonuses are an assist. Okay, yeah, you easy. You, are, you <laughs> pick who who up, Mikey. Okay. Oh, you push Mikey up there. Okay, pick Mikey up. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, do you say anything as you do it? No, I'm going to actually like not even let him know that I'm going to do it. I'm just going to pick him up like the scruff of his clothes. <laughs> just drop him. Is this the tavern that we were the inn we were yeah. staying in? Yeah. What are the odds that the window that we that our, my bedroom was? Other side Don't of the bring building. logic into this. <laughs> I am um, Delvin. Just like pats his like his like very <laughs> padded, fluffy body, and it's just like, but I get. I, I guess I'm equipped for a different kind of thing than um, <clears throat> this kind of subterfuge. <clears throat> well, possibly we both are. Maybe Mikey's sort of peering over the edge and is like, I've got to redeem myself for that awful display. I'll find out what I can and come back. And he sort of wanders off. Thank you. Destiny roll this one. Twelve. Cool. So he's just gone for a bit, um, but you guys can do what you want. Right. I would very much like to finish my breakfast. You know what? That's oh, brick, man after my own heart. Now, I've, I was thinking about something in regards to your breakfast today. Did you know you can do eggs and you can just leave them on the bloody pan, cook them all the way through, not wet at all? Want to give it a crack? <laughs> <laughs> crack. Eggs. I will try these new eggs. <laughs> new eggs. I'll make sure they're nice and salty for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, also, Just hard boiled. We're, we're going to go back into the to the tavern, yeah. 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 Um, when we head back in, I just want to listen to anyone that is coming in and getting pushed in by the guards that have they've been in that crowd and been pushed in to move along, and they've come in and been like, "Oh, maybe I'll get something." There, there uh, look, I'm going to say, especially this early in the morning, mm-hmm. um, there isn't really anyone. There's only like okay. maybe two dissonant people in the around around the room having a quiet breakfast, and I'm a little curious about what's going on on that okay. side, but ignoring it. Okay. But it's early enough that people in this town especially know to stay away from the guard when they're doing something. Okay. Um, but, yeah, there's a there's a banquet of a breakfast ready to be set up for you guys and I'm imagining Delvin will have established that that is an important part of the... Critical. <laughs> yeah. So that's been pre-prepared and paid cool. for. Uh, you have a note to look at. Mm, yeah, I if we find a decent spot. Scrawled in uh, some Thinician handwriting. Mm-hmm. Just a few words, not even full sentences, and also slightly encoded. So mm-hmm. you're going to need to make your trade barter Tunisia check sure. thing. We'll do that now. Yep, challenge for three. Is that the technical term? The Tunisia yeah. check. It changes every time. Yeah, yeah it's important. That's important. That's part of the. I feel part of the. Mystique. Can I just say? I feel it's taken me like 17 episodes to say this. How the hell of all the vocational skills we could have picked? Jen and I made characters with the same <laughs> bloody specialization. We're like trade barter. They have different corners though. It's yeah. quite cool how the applications are very unique, which is very cool. Sure. Because it yeah. comes down to context. And in this case, you could make this. Apparently, animal. I could have done rock climbing though. It would have been more useful. <laughs> so, hey, I haven't used mine at all. You sort of decode the message. Uh, and it's pretty straightforward, but it says that Russell will be able to uh, meet with you after his. Uh, tribunal scheduled for the early morning. This morning or next morning? This morning. Okay, yep. Um, sort of seems to indicate it's a swift and brief tribunal, um, but will be uh, about, uh, sort of like indicates where he's expected to be after or so outside the building. There's like a military district building that he's expected to come out of after that. Okay. Um, I relay this to you guys. It also says that the replica will await you in Gelder Vale 
at the glimmering flask inn on the evening of the sixth day. Sixth day. At the what, sorry? The glimmering? Glimmering flask. Glimmering flask. The sixth Spicy. day. Okay. Cool. Uh, I also relay that to you guys. Cool. Looks like we have our decoy, surprisingly. I didn't think that would work. Hey, you never know. You scratch their back, they scratch yours. Well, I guess it means that there's a good chance your mum is safe. How's that then? Well, they could come through on this. The replica is only going to stand up to getting us in a meeting with him with a maybe a little bit of his guard down, but it ain't going to you know, stop him realising it's not the real deal. But it will put his agent in the room with him. Oh, uh, sorry, I should say there's a little more to the message. Oh, oh. <laughs> It says we expect... Shh, stop reading. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, still Kat. going. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> we expect no payment, only the promise that any power recovered from Ainsley should be... Uh, should he be dealt with, be delivered to the mother, that it may be gifted to her children for the building of the new age of magic. That was a bit I just missed, but that's sort of the main bit. Sure. No, that's, <laughs> Whoopsie. That's fair. Yeah. Well, you, know, oh, you turn the page over and you're like, oh, shit. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's funny. I was actually going to... That was actually going to be what I was going to offer them. Well, I was thinking about that as being the bargain for help, is just if we find it, his magic items to give it to him. Of course, I've got something I want to try if it does go that way. I've, I've been practicing a little bit with my special talents and I'm starting to get a feeling for their boundaries. So, so have I. I try to click my fingers and make the fun happen again. <laughs> In public? <laughs> you had the flint and steel. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay, sure, sure. Um, yeah, which gets like sparks, like nothing's really happening. I'm trying my best. Well, I'm thinking maybe, um, <clears throat> we'll just see. But I'm wondering if there's something I can't grab hold of. In the moment. Why don't you make a one dice roll? Okay. That's the best result you yeah, can possibly get. Yeah, it's a six. I'm going to say you have been practicing. Yay! Um, okay. You don't do anything tangible, mm-hmm. but you do sort of feel something. You feel like there's something there to grab. Okay. And uh, okay. you can sort of feel the shape of it. So you, you almost feel like in your little practice you think, you know what, if I stick at this, maybe I can hold that. Okay. And sometimes maybe though your perception might deceive you, you feel mm-hmm. like the spark is there a little longer. Okay. Maybe not. Okay, cool. Especially in this moment, I don't want to be like obviously like, yeah. oh, my gosh, but I do want to kind of be like, okay, mm. showing off, but at the same time. Yeah. Cool. Right. Um, so how long till this tribunal thingy, right? Uh, well, part of me hopes that's not what's happening outside. but Mikey. Like, Pushes the door open. This is like a bit of time after. Mm-hmm. We have a full brekkie. And he's like, oh, and he like clamors to the table and like leans in. He's like, holy shit, you guys. Are you okay? It's a mess out there. Someone killed a fucking iron guard in the middle of the street. Wait, what? Not just killed, gutted. I'm sorry, what? There was blood everywhere. It was a bloody mess. You tell there was a struggle, but I never even heard of something like that but happening in Craziest thing is, written in blood on the wall was the image of a sparrow. 
absolutely bloody insane. And I never thought to connect the dots before, but in town yesterday I overheard some stuff. Didn't think twice about it at the time. Something about heads rolling, taking out the collar again, and Operation Sparrow. And I thought, is that something to do with some sort of surgery or something? (laughs) Maybe it fucking was. Jesus, messiest job I've ever seen. And to an iron guard, no less. (laughs) He looks a little pale, like he's trying to be tough, like, Uh, like no big deal, but he looks pretty, like, shaken. Mikey, I wish... I wish we could have spared you from that. It's that's awful. In this town, Cragmouth. I've heard of this town being. I mean, last town I would have assumed something like that could even be possible. Mikey, well, good work keeping your guts. <laughs> it's more than I can say for someone else I saw. So he wretches slightly. <laughs> Why? Why, indeed. I believe as strangers in town, this could adversely affect us if we are even seen as mildly as the culprit. But wait, that person I thought I glimpsed glimpsed yesterday when you were all gone, you don't think that's... You said you saw someone like that, didn't you? The shadow following us. And the same event followed before. That... Lithe-looking fella or lady that cloaked in shadows and can stalk across roof- rooftops and move lithe as a cat. Could be. It's the only <clears throat> thing that I could think of that would do something like that. But why kill an iron guard? In this town? I mean, I spent a day here and <laughs> I've never seen so many guards in my life. Well, Brick, you're the expert. I could probably tell you what weapon was used to kill him, but I'm not sure what use it could be past that. Uh, I can tell you that, says Mikey, looking sort of vacant. Shears. Shears. He was held up by the neck with an animal collar and stabbed in the gut with shears. They were still dangling from his torso. They didn't bring him down. They were investigating the scene, but... What are you rolling for? Just to sort of hold my stomach, the thought of it. Four successes, so I'd say that does the trick. Yeah, all of a sudden, not all that hungry anymore, to be honest. Right. Well, um... I did order your breakfast, but um, I'm... And then I start sliding a plate that's, like, gone cold that I'd ordered for Mikey over, and I'm like, but so if you if you need me to finish it for you, that's... Yeah, go. <laughs> I just... If that's following us, what's, what's the point if not to make your fucking skin crawl? I don't know, but... I can do this... To one of them. Imagine what I could do to you. Oh, I'm not... I mean, we've got a brick. And brick can do that to... Brick made Iron God look like... Sorry, what? Oh, you don't... Oh, brick humiliated the fucking things. The Iron Guard in front of an entire regiment. He beat And they let you out alive? Well, he crushed his hand like a fucking 
glass. Was that on your agenda? It was all part of getting my certification so I can carry my weapon into the city. Well, they're not going to know about that here at this point, are they? They aren't going to draw any conclusions about who did something like that. Oh, I doubt Brick would need to use shears to tear an iron guard in parts. It would make it easier. <laughs> You're a... <laughs> You're a cold son of a bitch sometimes, Brick. Holy shit. Pragmatism, right? Well, anyway, we've kind of got to stay here until we deal with this captain. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I just... I keep thinking about this prophecy and this image of a sparrow. It's part of it. I think... Wait, prophecy... I think I might have overheard you guys talking about this, but not in detail. What, what prophecy? Well, a while ago, uh, something came to me, I suppose. And it was very long. Uh, I wrote it all down and I, sh- I you show Mikey? him. Yeah. Jeez. And oh, if I could read, this would blow oh, my fucking mind. Sorry. <laughs> I- I mean, is there, there is a lot of, like, things on the page. I'm sure it's very... I, Basically, it talks about magic. I'm going to pull him over. Like, tell him, like pull the, the sheet back over and tell him to, like, come over here. All right. And, look, you can be pretty surreptitious in this, at this point, so... Yeah, and I'm going to say the... Like, read it out to him kind of like a yeah. child. So I'd say, like, I'd go over the words and skim them and kind yeah. of say them. So I read the whole thing to him and I kind of say it with a slow voice as well. Um, and then specifically stop at the part where it says um, the knowledge of the birth of a new age and power shall be known and the heart of the sparrow that follows be known also. New age of power? No. I don't believe it. Sparrow that follows. That's bullshit. Uh, I'm sorry, but did you... No. There's no prophecy about us. That's nonsense. I didn't proclaim that it was us. Sparrow follows. Come on. This fucker's been following us the whole way since Felbrook? No, that's stupid. I don't even know why I said it. But, I mean, if it's talking about New Age of Power, Mikey leans back and sort of, like, (laughs) flexes his tiny, like, 15-year-old arm. Look, it's just a a hypothetical. It's just, it's nothing. I can see why we all found each other. Oh, my. Anyway. No, sorry, I I joke, but holy shit. (laughs) Right. I don't like the insinuation that this fella's following us. But I don't like even more the insinuation this prophecy's about us. Am I, I, am I, I alone in thinking this or what? Of course. I mean, no, not at all. I, I wish that... It's literally been put into my head. Brick? I am not sure I believe in this prophecy either. It seems too circumstantial. I don't believe that you can't change your fate. Right. Let's put it that way. Well, I don't really want no fellow that follows us around murdering people to confess their love. Well, so I kind of tie it back up and put it back in my bag. If... Perhaps they are following us. Maybe we need to set up a trap or bait or 
something? Well, I was thinking about that. <clears throat> now, look, I'd never dealt with Ainsley before, but Edgar had, and you saw Edgar gave me some info. And look, he's been my friend for a long time. We talked. We talked many nights drinking and chatting. And look, not going to pretend Ainsley hadn't come up or the dealer. Our dealer. Fucking asshole. But um, one thing that I do remember is he he likes things confirmed. He doesn't believe in sort of happenstance and half-known truths. So if we do have a tale on us, that tale likely follow until it gets back to Ainsley and reports. So maybe we find a way to lay a trap right before the doorstep. Because uh, until then, he's just going to be following. And it's going to be more and more dangerous to act if we go to Iron Spire. I don't know how we can spring a trap in. And I look towards where I know the spire is, even though I'm inside that building. I'm going to say at this stage too, you can start to hear a little more commotion outside building up. And there's a little more traffic starting uh, to move mm. sort of in and out of the inn. So you're needing to talk a bit quieter. Well, let's... Reserve this conversation for now. Maybe we need to think of some ideas. But we should find out when this tribunal is happening. I'm thinking there's a few... Well, you're right, but... I think Breck will be instrumental in tactical assessment of this one. Because, you know, it's a pretty big leap to think that this person is actually with Ainsley. He might just be some kind of fucking murderer. Chasing your power or your Thinisian tail. Perhaps in some bizarre and twisted way, he's a martyr. Wait. You said you saw this thing in Iron Edge? Yeah, correct. Before you met Ainsley? Yes. Hmm. So that sounds like it might not be Ainsley's boy. Which means, Brick, you on board helping us catch some kind of cat, sparrow, root roof, roof cat, sparrow, Mouse? that's following us? It is not my uh, area of expertise to lay traps. Usually I'm in the protection field, but we could probably hatch something. I reckon between Bakersbury and Geldavale on the last trip... It's a straight road. There's not too much bush on the sides, so the area for them to hide and tail wouldn't be too wide. And other than that, there's the river. So you all have very important work to focus on. But if I could be of use, I imagine I might be at a distance. I could reconvene with you guys on a daily basis. You know, figure out where you're staying and all that, and and report. But if I keep a distant eye, tail to tail, yeah, find their habits. Find the way they move. And I, if I see them leave based on any of your movements, well, then at least we know what to work around. Right. And how they move. We, If you can work out what their predilections are, they usually stick to it. So if we go between towns and they stick to the river or stick to the trees, well, it's going to be one or the other every time. All right. So let's find something. Maybe I hang back at the start of this journey. Right. Follow us out mm. when you see them. Perhaps if you could do some sleuthing as well, maybe find out the reason why these particular individuals are being murdered. Well, what, we got some 
who was the one who died in the other town? Some nobleman. Oh, some it was the asshole yeah. in the merchant place, right? Yeah, everyone knows him. Well, <laughs> to quote it again, uh, conspire with watchful eyes. Maybe do with the king? Maybe, maybe. Killing people who ain't aligned with his you beliefs. You lot seem to have a lot of eyes on you. <laughs> oh, God. If he's not with Ainsley, then... Oh, wouldn't want to be you with the amount of people watching. So, we gotta... Yeah, right. I wouldn't be surprised. It could be anything. It could just be some fucking psycho. Well, like I said, maybe in his own twisted way, he thinks he's doing the right thing. Who knows? But we can start here. Do you really think... Killing people, is that really the answer? No, not at all, but I think people are strange. What about you, Brick? I will do what you think is best. Well, that's not what I asked. I said, do you think killing people is ever the answer? In some circumstances. Right. Mikey? If it gets the results you need to do the right thing in the end. That's the way I feel. But... Who's to be the judge of that? Not me. All right, we've got to go, do we? Or well, uh, I'm happy to hang back, but um, I mean, what's the best way to <laughs> figure out getting to inspire if I'm a tail, but also I'm also a 15 year old traveling from Cragbeth to inspire in a day? I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be all that comfortable as we've been in, but. On foot is going to take me more than a day. Right. Well, uh... And I probably can't carry more than a couple of meals on me. There's pro. Are there, like, carriages that take people? Like a taxi service between towns? Like, you can pay a fee to get transported? Um, a, I'd, I'd say the equivalent would be, like, the, the river barges. Okay. Yeah. But, um... I'm going to... But that they sort of end at this town. I'm going to hand not, him, like three times what any method of travel between a single one day's journey would be. So it's not a huge amount of money, but just enough money that he could, and be like, all right, well, you've got to make the call. You pay for the fastest travel once you have locked onto him. So if you need to um, rent a seat or pay for someone to transport you or, I don't know, get a horse or something. His eyes light up. It's like, what if I practice that thing we did in that town like you know play a character I could get an outfit and see if see if I can uh, pay someone to take me along with him right that's Pretend what I'm fitting was thinking in. but you gotta wait till you spot the tail first yeah right so that's it might have to pre-organise a few things but yeah I can do this you've got a few hours Mikey you're proven mighty resourceful ah uh, well you know I'm alive Anna that's right you're doing well all right. He puts his hand in the middle of the table. Like, I put my hand in the middle of the table and go, what are we doing, Mikey? What is this? I don't know, like some sort of, like, yeah, we're all in it together, something. Go team f- fucking oppressed. I don't know. My hand just encloses everyone. <laughs> uh, Delvin flinches slightly and he's like, oh, he saw it the last time you did that to someone, Brick. He stabbed me. That's right. All right, well, if I get any other leads or any other information, I'll let you know before you leave town. Otherwise, uh, good luck. Good luck. Nods, tips Mm. his little cap and ducks out the door.
Well, he's been awfully handy. Handy to. He's resourceful, but I'm still worried he's going to get his head. Well, he knows what he's in for. Yeah. He's what, 15? Something like that? Right. He's old enough to make these kinds of decisions. Yeah. All right. So you know from, you know, that, you know, it's about an hour away from when you might expect this person to come out mm-hmm. of the, that area. Mm-hmm. Cool. Is the, um, are we getting barred by what's happened in town or is it a different route to go? Uh, it's, it's somewhat barred because this okay. is the main strip that leads to the town centre. Uh, the the building in which you would expect Russell to be emerging is on the same sort of length of strip but opposite the town square. So you sure. sort of have to sure. navigate around. I can get us there. Violence? I've got literally a map of the city. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Can I follow the map. You don't even need a roll for it. You uh, can. Uh, I kind of lean back slightly so they can't see the map quite as much. I'm like, I'm like playing the dad navigator who doesn't want other people to tell me which way to go. It's upside down. No. <laughs> yeah. like, um, oh, I've got, I've got, I've got a map. I am going to destiny roll. Oh, someone called me out in chat before. It was like, what was that destiny roll about? Because I did a surreptitious destiny roll. That was to see how much of the prophecy Michael will sort of remember over time. Sure, sure. This is a destiny roll to see uh, how. Things are escalating or not outside in town. Things are still reasonably calm. There's a lot of curious onlookers who are pretending not to be onlookers because they know they really will probably get in trouble if they're caught being onlookers. But there's a lot of bustling activity for people who happen to have something to do very nearby the edge of this perimeter Yeah. Um, as you navigate around it and you're sort of noticing people are sort of like... Do we overhear any conversations? Let's roll perception checks, shall we? Give you more based on what you roll. Three. I will always accept statistical averages. Jen always demands okay. greater. <laughs> Three for Delvin, four for Catalina, and five. Oh, uh, six! And Brick, the classic oh, all or nothing dice roll approach. Yes. Yeah. Look, three for Delvin, I'm going to say nothing new. Basically, mm-hmm. echoes of what Mikey's already mentioned uh, seem familiar, but that sort of idea. Um, not even a lot of that, to be honest. More people curious. Uh, Jen, you you do overhear someone saying, oh, I, I, "I thought I heard about some something about this yesterday in the tavern down south." Um, and Brick catches the specific mention of I some something to do with Operation Sparrow. At least that's what I've heard it called. We just heard the phrase Operation Sparrow again. Right. Well, um, I haven't heard the phrase psycho murderer uh, many times, so maybe it's that one. Well, maybe our our friend might know something. The town is bustling in the town square um, in a weirdly quiet way. So there's a lot of motion, sort of gravitating, swarming, sort of gently past and away from the edge of that perimeter uh, with people just doing their thing and the guards look a little like resigned knowing this is going to happen but ready to snap someone in half if they start to be a pestering public. Mm-hmm. Um, and not too distant from you, you can see a military building that seems much more related to sort of governance and political mm-hmm. crap. Uh, that's you expect Russell to be emerging from maybe 15 minutes from now. Anything you want to check out in the town square while you're in here? It's a fairly large town square. There's a 
higher abundance of Fletchers and Smiths and, um, you know, Taylors than many average towns, seeming to be a little more military-oriented. But in general, you know, it's a big city, so it's there's a whole commerce thing separate to, to, to the guard ship. This is just obviously HQ to a degree. I'd like to go to a uh, clothier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Head on in. Cool. Ding, the bell sort of <laughs> above the door rings and someone looks over. I would... A couple of people browsing in the corners looking at some linens. Uh, yes, hello. Uh, how can I help you? He asks you up and down. Do you look barrel in? I've been sort of uh, masking a little bit as Graydon the whole time I've been here. Like, I'm not beard and I'm not in Let's costume, roll, but I'm uh, wearing more barrel and style clothes. Roll an infiltration. Uh, yeah, Graydon Challenge style level two, four. Okay. Yep. Anything you're looking for in particular, sir? I've been traveling lately and wearing through clothes. Oh, well, I should. That's, is that a barrel and accent? Yes. Okay, I wind up. I've been traveling lately and wearing through a lot of clothes, and I'm looking to uh, just get some new clothes. Nothing overly fancy, but a man of my style uh, doesn't often wear uh, a pauper's wear. Well, practical quality is pa- all ideal in, sir. Indeed, what I'm after. And I'll just, like, three three new outfits, basically. Your favorite color. He looks you up and down. Burgundy. I have just the thing. And he sort of wanders off and he grabs a few sort of outfit options. He starts getting a little bit like excited about like, oh, and this one, you know, with your eyes, I think this one could be quite fetching and practical, of course. And he sort of starts getting into a salesmanship mode, laying it on thick about the practicality and the fashion. (laughs) I would like to just purchase some clothes. Go for it. That is all I do. Are you getting changed now? No, this this clothes I'm currently wearing are probably still fine. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking about all my traveling clothes. That are you trying on clothes up. by any chance? Is there a private area to try on it's clothes? It's like a dresser. Like, yeah, there's like a, you know, yeah. uh, what do you call it? What are the, what's the divider thing? There's I am one awkwardly going to do it where, you know, when you like really awkward and you just take off like your outerwear, but trying clothes in over your, yeah. like your clients. But I mean, if it's got a change room, I'm happy to get changed. Yeah, I would say change room. It's got one of those. Like div- a partition. Thank you. Yeah, yeah one of those cool. things sort of in the corner and. He sort of throws a few clothes over there and then it tends to other customers while you're getting changed. Cool. Meanwhile, in the town square, Catalina and Brick, anything that you're checking out for or watching for or want to do in the brief time we have before Russell emerges? Is there any um, leather workers around us? Sure is. I'd, I'd like to be just casually looking at something like, like studded leather gloves. Okay. As if, as if like... I'm looking to punch shit and not have a negative one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, great. So, yeah, you find a, a sort of an armory, but that's more tailored towards leather work. Yeah. It's practical wear. It's easy to find that sort of thing in this this area. There's a lot. This is also kind of the, the capital for people who uh, aspire to become highly esteemed protectors yeah. uh, or, you know, with the, not even as esteemed as you happen to be just that people might not assume that about you. Yeah. Um, are you entering a shop to do that? No. Okay, so you're sort of window shopping, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. So you're yeah. seeing the, the crisscrossy, like, bottle glass windows, whatever you call them, yeah. um, window shopping. You see a fine pair in one of the buildings that you're looking into. Cool. I'll follow Brick. 
I'm not going to buy Go it. Go window shopping. I don't, I don't, I don't have money. <laughs> After 10 minutes, Delvin comes out with like his sack looking a bit more full. Um, what you looking at there? Rob wanders straight up to a leather worker. Yeah. As much as I do love my weapon, it has become quite tedious. Yeah. If we were to ever fight indoors, it is not very useful. Right. Just a bit of help or assistance if I was to get into close combat and have to grapple or punch. You think that was gloves that fit you, mate? Probably not. Well, um, why don't we get you sized up? Might take him a day to make some gloves, but we'll be coming back through this way in a day or two. I would not want to put you out, and we are on a tight schedule. Would make you happy, Rick. <laughs> if it would help me protect you all better, then yes. Well, if we don't have time now, we'll do it after we talk to the captain. Very well. I'll buy you some gloves, mate. It is appreciated. And off in the distance, you see a few people emerging from that building. Um, a couple of them shaking their head and look pretty perplexed, but like they have other places to be. Um, and on the back edge of that, you see Russell coming out looking quite confused uh, and slightly, I don't know, you, uh, just a bit confused is probably what you sense from this distance. But you, he's sort of viewable exiting the building. So how do you guys want to tackle this one? Oh, I think this is either a me job or a you job. Cat. I don't think we approach as a group. That's fine. You guys wait here. Maybe uh, go set him up with his gloves. Yeah. Maybe maybe just get him to a meeting place with us. How about uh and I scan the area. Is there a nice looking tavern around? I'm gonna roll the dice. There is not okay. in this area. The tavern we went to. Is there a the shitty looking tavern? Maybe <laughs> just maybe there, just no. This is, just in this dis- district, there won't be places yep. to stay. Oh, our card. Maybe he. Yeah. Well, either. But you you get him to that appointed place in like half an hour, and I'll start break out with some leather work and. Mm-hmm. And you wander up to Russell Hale, who's walking a lot slower than his compatriots, and they sort of wander directly. They beeline like directly for the um commotion and it's sort of to assist with that and Russell's sort of looking a bit hazed and shaking his head like trying to figure out what's going on and I glances up and sees you approaching him hello and sort of comes to uh good day good day uh Russell Hale I believe he's like blinking to sort of like Come to the present moment. It's like uh-huh. uh, that is I. Uh, who am I speaking? To? Catalina. It's a pleasure to meet you. He holds out his hand. Afraid I haven't uh, heard of you before. I'm going to read his emotions. Okay, challenge of one. Mm-hmm. Smashed it. So you grasp his hand, and like a flood of clarity, as mm-hmm. you shake his hand, it's really clear this is someone who does not know their place in the world anymore. Um, He just feels to his core absolutely lost, full of self-doubt, full of doubt of the world in general and kind of heartbroken like he's just been told a belief he's had his whole life. Like that that dissonance, that feeling of cognitive dissonance is stronger in him right now than you've ever sensed in someone before. Okay. Um. uh, You... Catalina had something to 
ask me? Do you need to know where to go for something? Uh, actually, I um, it's a bit of a pressing issue. I was recommended by a friend to come and approach you. Um, you see, I'm I'm in a desperate need of your help, and they recommended you. They 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 couldn't stop talking about you. They, they said you could help me. Recommended me. Yes. Yes. As you say that, you feel him like absolute shock and shame. Like who would recommend him? They said that you. You were just the best. They said that you could just help someone like me. Um, what do... I mean, I... I would be happy to help in whatever way I can. What, what is it? Well, uh, unfortunately, we, we can't quite talk here. Um, could we perhaps set up a meeting about half an hour from now? I, I know you're very busy. Well, uh, but as it happens, I'm actually not. So uh, if I can help her... He, you see him catch himself about to say something. I kind of um, like wince because I have a, I'm like, I have a feeling he might say something. Like I'm pretty used to people saying things he, about me. You feel like someone who seems like a patriot about to say a citizen of this great nation or something like that and he just doesn't. Okay. He okay. just sort of says, uh, happy to help any good people. And he nods and uh, tell me where you'd like to chat. Sure. Um, I tell him to meet us at the tavern that we were staying at um, in about half an hour. Very well. Uh, fine establishment. I really appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. He sort of nice. nods and drifts his attention away and starts like slowly breathing and he set, sets himself on a bench to sort of figure figure out this moment with himself. Mm, okay. I'll wander back <laughs> in with to you guys. Meanwhile, mm. the leather workers... <laughs> So while that conversation is happening, we go into the leather workers. Cool. Hello there. How can I help you? My friend here uh, requires some gloves that will fit his hands and protect him from the rigors of breaking people's faces with his knuckles. Well, I um, hold up my gigantic hands in front of his face. Huh. Can't say I have any in your size. Let me check my stores. Okay, this is, so that first roll was just like his temperament. With mm-hmm. you guys, this one is what has he got? Three. He <laughs> comes out just like, oh, I'm afraid uh, even if stock were reasonable, uh, I often don't have that size in store. How long would it take you to make a custom pair? Hmm, let me think. Things have quietened down a bit now that uh, everyone's heading off for the, the spy run and all that. So, I, I, what are you looking for? Brick? When? Yeah. As well as possible would be best, but I can understand it might be hard to find a cow that big. <laughs> he snorts it slightly. He's like, I like you. Listen, uh... I know one who wouldn't promise sooner than three days, uh, but I think if there was something to expedite the process, incentive-wise, I'm sure I could sort something out. If you catch my meaning. Right. I mean, rush job takes money. How much would it be? Double it and I'll have it within... by the end of tomorrow. How much is double it relative to wealth levels? Easy for you. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're not touching what you guys are 
loaded. We're pretty stuff. rich. Yeah, yeah. I'm bling. I um. All right, that sounds like a deal. And um, I need uh, something as well. And what's that? Um, I just need a, a three inch by um, eighth inch strap, a couple of rivets. I want to do some. Uh, it's a patch up job. Some of your own work. Yeah, not a problem. So he starts to sort of set about, you know, organizing the booking, taking measurements of your hands, sort of intrigued, seeing some scars. And I need to get a bigger ruler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he, he's like quite. He sort of glances up at you from time to time. It's clear he hasn't seen a failing call much and he probably hasn't made his mind up, but he's tenuously reserving judgment as you both seem like peaceful customers. So he seems to be minding his own business a little bit. Wraps up and sort of provides you with a sort of like a fix your own shit or Mm -hmm. make your own thing kit that he sort of pieces together. I just need the strap and the rivets. Yeah, so he gets, gets gets all the things that you might need for whatever you were looking to do. Mm-hmm. Cool. Meanwhile, you all reconvene outside in the town square. Right, so... At the tavern, half an hour. Oh, we've got uh, this big man getting some gloves made for him. Oh. Lovely. I am very much appreciating you. Are you thinking of upgrading anything for yourself? I mean, you've got your... Knife? Um, well, my bags... Forks? Fine, I guess. It's getting a bit loose, but other than that... Well, I'm only thinking if we run into trouble... What would you have me do? Oh, nothing, but I'm just suggesting, do you want something that is a bit more savvy? St- I'm... what? Your pear- your par- paring knife, your apple knife. Oh, the one they've got at the gate? Yeah. Um... Catalina, I, I'm, I must confess, I don't think I'm particularly lethal with a paring knife. Um, but I do have a brick. What about you? Are you going to stab someone now or suddenly? Oh, no, no, no. Maybe you'll you get actually you a, can. We'll get you a morning star or they a They confiscate your knife. You have a proper dagger that they take from you because you're trained yeah, to use true. it. Yeah, that's Why true. Why don't we get you some full plate mail and you can charge straight into the front I, line? Th- I think you're misinterpreting <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you. Right. Upgrade your knife! Why? Because you're here! But I don't plan on stabbing anyone with oh it. Okay. Just because I threatened Osbert doesn't mean I actually wanted to do it. Osbert! You want me to get a weapon? Alright, I'll get a mace. <laughs> I've quite, I quite like the look of them. Look at that, they look powerful. Yeah. They can cave in some armor. Don't, if you want me to get a weapon, I'll get a mace. What do you think, Brick? The may seem like a pretty solid... Way. Oh, look, I'm a big guy. Oh, I'm a big guy. Sure, I can put some weight behind it and swing it in there. I guess some... Oh, it doesn't need much finesse. Look, all I'm suggesting is that Brick is Brick. Right. I have this thing. Right. And my abilities. And you have your abilities as well, don't you? want something more? Like, what happens if your abilities don't work? Well, then, um... I, I fast talk my way out of the situation and pay... Maybe I pay my... Or I could buy a mace. 
Okay. I bet Mikey would want me to get a mace. If you want, if you want <laughs> to buy a now Mikey's your spiritual guidance of like, <laughs> what decision should I make? What would the 15-year-old Rapscallion do? Brick, what would you recommend for someone like me? I'm pretty large. I'm pretty large in a second way. And um, I, I'm not so much talented in the murders. I do agree that uh, you're big enough to throw your weight around with a mace, and it would be effective, but... The places we are going, you will have this weapon taken off you. That's what I was thinking. So, I mean, they even took me parent knife. Maybe I just grow me nails out. That's just a thought. Just I, a I respect. I'm just taking the piss. Now, Sorry. as a bodyguard, Brick would probably have some thoughts on concealed weapons that he might suggest. Just worth mentioning. So you actually could probably offer some pretty good advice. Apparently, I could offer some pretty good advice. <laughs> if that's uh, something you were inclined to do. What about, like, do. darts? Have you ever been good at throwing things? Uh, I pick up, like, a little rock off the ground. Throw check of throw two. Throw of two. Which enables you to throw it to an uncommonly average point. So, like, a oh. kid who gets a good rock skip across the yeah. pond. Yeah, Just like, yeah. Right. Well, um, you you do an almost trick shot. Oh, <laughs> sort of hits the rim of something and flops out the other side. Well, I guess maybe I can throw things. Catalina does raise a good point. It would be beneficial if you had some way to protect yourself outside that little knife. If we could find one that is small that you could conceal, maybe it would be useful. I kind of, I did like. I like the mace. I must. Con- I like the the visual of the mace. It could be useful outside of cities, but it will not have any bearing within them. I wonder if I can buy a mace. <laughs> it sounds I'm, like you want the mace. I'm going to say that Brick knows of a type of Phalen weapon that is known for being well concealed. It's primarily used for assassinations, the kinds of which, of course, Brick is very adept and trained to recognise and defend against, but would be quite uncommon in these parts. You would also expect it wouldn't be something you would come across by happenstance, but could Could seek out or be made. All right, I'll get me a concealed dagger, no worries. Fantastic. All right, let's go. All right. And, you know, after another 15-minute journey or so, at this point, there's starting to be a few sort of uh, more moments of opposition you can hear in the distance. A few people sort of demanding to see something or a few guards starting to bark commands at each other about sorting something out or accusations. It's hard to sort of really make anything out because the general noise is starting to lift, which gives people permission to make a little bit more noise. So the guards are starting to sharpen their resolve to keep people in their place, but you can sort of get exactly back to where you need to be without much notice at this stage. Great. And, uh, yeah, you enter there. At this at this point, after, you know, about an hour's passed, and the inn is sort of half full, the downstairs, is with uh, people having an early lunch and starting discussions. The rumour mill is in full force at this point. Uh, but there is a table that has... Uh, there is a table for two that has been reserved <laughs> by uh, Russell... He's mm-hmm, sort of mm-hmm. holding a mm-hmm. glass of, of grape juice and there's another one in front of him awaiting you, sort of looks across and then seems to double take mm-hmm. when all of you enter, the three of you. 
I'm just imagining the Spider-Man meme. I walk up to him quietly and then say, Captain Russell from Fellbrook. Uh, we have met, haven't we? Right, in the tavern we had a little chat. That's right. That's right. I Forgive me, I didn't recall that, but yes, no, it's all, it's all coming back to me now. This You were all a far stretch from where I last saw you. I'm going to, like, turn to one of the tables behind me, like, can I take this seat, Kate? Thank you. (laughs) Awesome, thank you. Do you mind if I pull up a chair? By all means. But you you must forgive, uh, I'm not a captain at this stage, so no need to. Why not? I'm in the course of being repositioned, restationed. Right, but did they take your rank off you? I wouldn't say I'm suspended. I would say things are undecided as I'm being reposted. But that's neither here nor there. I, I uh, was hoping to be of assistance to this, madam. Uh, what was it that Do you, you need a drink? I'm yes, fine, thank drink. you. What is this about? Well... C- clearly there's something afoot here. It's about you, Russell. First tell me a little bit about yourselves. What brings you to Cragmouth? Is he getting a bit... He's starting to be a little like... All right, what's going on here? <laughs> he's like, he's feeling a little messed with. Sure. So he's sure. like, you've come directly from from Felbrook. You must have left shortly before or during the calamities I'm sure you've heard about. All right, the morning after we had that party in the pub. And that drunk guy tried to make a fight. That's the last thing I remember there. It was one of the things that started, yes, but... Mm. What brings you this far, and what brings you to me? I am going to read his emotions to start with. That's okay. Yep. One, and boop, you got it. Yep, Uh, it sort of comes flooding back to you. He's concerned, curious, a little worried, and very sceptical at this stage. He's sort of like not sure what this is all about. But I'll, I'll let you sort of read this as we continue. So I'll let you hold on mm, to that shape cool. as, as you discuss. Um, well, we have been approached by a certain individual. You make it sound mighty suspicious. You are one of a few good men. Well, I don't know about where you heard that, but... I know it. And we're looking for... Friends. What for? This is all sounding very conspicuous. Well, it's, I must confess it is a little conspicuous, but... Well, I mean, you've seen how things are out there. One has to stay a little bit quiet when you're talking about doing good in the world. I don't mean to be rude, but uh, I would hope you could cut to the chase. What is this all about? I have a quest- one question for you. We, we haven't asked any questions. How did your tribunal go? How did you know about that? Who, who is this friend that you speak of? They're poised in, well, positions of influence within the Iron Guard. I would be extremely grateful for a little more forthright answers. 
I mean to help those who have good intentions, but I have no idea what your intentions are or what you want from me. Okay. I think... Let's be truthful. I want to hold on to his emotion and I'm going to tell him who we've talked to. If it shifts to anything that I think... trying to hold it in place? Yep. If I think that it's going to change at all or I feel it changing, I want to shift it back... And make the role for it, if that makes sense. But yes, if I feel like yeah. that's not going to happen, then I know he's calm and he's happy to negotiate and talk to me. Does that make yep. sense? Yep. Cool. The woman you brought. I'm going to get you to make a role for that. I'm going to sure. say pr- before you do it, I'll say challenge level one mm-hmm. to hold it in place. But it's just, I think this is a use the magic first to yeah. have that power in the moment. But if, if his emotion goes somewhere. Are you rolling with three or did you? Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, it just fell. Okay, out. but you, you got it. If your emotion if his emotion goes in a positive direction, are you still going to hold it still or are you going to let it go somewhere good? Well, no. she gets the option. Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 Um, well. Um, <clears throat> I kind of, like, tell you to, like. I talk very quietly uh, and say, <clears throat> you, uh, you're familiar with Melba? I. The sensation you get immediately is of, uh, Surprise, mm-hmm. and then almost like a okay, that makes more sense as to why this is all a bit odd. Okay, yep, I'll let it but go. you don't sense a negativity when the word when Melba is mentioned. Cool, cool. Well, you know, she has a way of knowing people's truths. I thought she does, and she told us that you were one of the few good men in the guard, someone whose heart was true to doing what. The guard is supposed to do and protect the people. Do what's right. Perhaps we should tell you our story. Maybe it would make a bit of sense. Well, um, I can at least tell you I have the time to listen, at least for today. So he sort of, he, he, you can, his posture relaxes a little. Uh, His skepticism sort of starts to release a little bit. And curiosity starts to build a okay. bit more. Um, I'm going to go get us some drinks because I think that this conversation is going to be a long one. And then, cool. Delvin, if you'd like to start. Well, I do want that question answered. I have a vested interest. How did the tribunal go? It didn't. No? No. It was meant to be... Uh, I was meant to know what... I was to be assigned to next, and the powers that be that were meant to have a say or a vote seems to think that uh, with someone in particular missing from being able to vote, that a vote should not take place. They've just... I suggest... I, I, su- I guess you could say suspended with honours for a temporary period of time. I suspect a week or two until this is all sorted. Well, I'm sure it will be sorted in the positive for you. I see. What makes you think that? I I fear my <clears throat> reputation has been somewhat sullied amongst the more loyal to the king... Well, uh, he says this with, with gritted teeth, and you feel him say this with some bitterness, um, because and Delvin knows that this is someone who considered himself loyal to the king, um, but Catalina feels him feel like 
he's talking about it's almost like talking about an ex lover, someone who he didn't who isn't who he thought they would be when it mattered. Okay. That's what that yeah. feeling is. Well I'd say at a guess that today felt more like a fifty fifty split than you might have been expecting. You've got people that are interested in keeping you doing good and we are working for him too, but let's get back to that story, hey? Okay, so Come back. tell me what you tell Russell. Cool. Um, I give everyone their drinks. Um, I, because I'll just break it down real quickly. I tell him that we uh, were entrusted with a girl from... Felmore, not Felmore, my gosh, from, no, from Felmore, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you tell him about Medela? I tell him about Medela, and I say that, like, the struggles that we've been through, what we have witnessed in the other towns, which he's well aware, mm-hmm. um, and what the King of Flames has been doing to these people, um, I don't tell him that we have magical abilities, um, me and Delvin per se, but I'll say that we have witnessed what, a lot of people have witnessed and what the king has proclaimed um and just why we're doing what we're doing and why we need his help okay um, um and ainsley as well i tell him that that situation is going on as well all right i'm going to destiny roll a couple of those things sure. this, this is a da- ainsley roll he knows about ainsley okay i happen to have uh been stationed in Geldervale multiple times and i know of his reputation right doesn't never struck me as the upstanding sort. I, I'm not all that surprised it goes as deep as you say it does. I wish we had your forethought before we handed her over. Well, I'm sorry to hear about that struggle. It'd be very difficult to uh, have a loved one in the balance. That's where we hope you can help. We, well, we're going to have trouble getting to Iron Spire and that's where... The girl's auntie is. She's a political diplomat for the Phelan. And, um, well, we, we kind of just want to let her know what's really going on. This is all making a lot more sense now, especially considering Melba, the sort of people she's connected to. She's very meshed in the guard and loyal to the throne. He, he says that with a pause. Loyal then, to the people. <clears throat> Certainly. Loyal to the people. And uh, and what the throne represents. Well connected. Yes. Yeah. Well. He's, you feel this like, what is that from him? Like, what does that throne represent anymore? But <clears throat> Delvin, Delvin's picking his words very carefully, though, and he's very picking around the word of no praise to the king. Yeah. Saying you know, what the throne should represent. Yeah. Very well. Uh I must be honest with you. I don't quite know what I would be doing with my time otherwise. You see, uh, well, what happened in what happened in Felbrook hits a little close to home, so to speak. I was actually born there. My father worked in the guard, and uh, we ended up leaving when things went rough. And you raised me to understand that it's the good people, the one who can make the right decisions, that can avoid such horrible things happening to people. 
when, um, I, when I was stationed there, I had hoped it would be fate bringing me the opportunity to to bring a town a piece that I never knew in my childhood. I didn't get that chance, he says. He sort of chokes up. Maybe you got to... Well, maybe <coughs> bringing the king's peace to a people that don't want it isn't peace at all. Besides, you are not dead yet. You Forgive me, but... I've never met a Phelan cool so engaged in civilian politics before. This is not politics. If you want to do something, you do it. There's only one thing that can stop you. I certainly haven't heard a Phelan cool say something like that before. He's pretty well versed. You're an interesting group, aren't you? As I was saying, I I have no significant other, no children, no commitments in my... <laughs> but why not start here? You could be a part of this. You could help us. You could revolutionise. You'd be the key to all of this. I don't seek revolution. I, I truly seek to, to bring peace however I can. And if this is indeed a way to bring peace at least to one soul... Trapped by a power-mongering tyrant in Geldervale. The frivolously addicted gamblers, the lot of them, as far as I'm concerned. I think I could help, at least for a few days. You just want an escort, essentially, because you uh, stand out. I suspect that's what you're saying. For now, we'll see how... Things go. But Very well. Well, Russell, you know war is coming. You must know that. I, I'm going to roll for this one. <clears throat> 20! <laughs> oh, yeah. That was almost a two. He pauses and he goes, And how did, and how did you come upon that information? I haven't even heard it confirmed at my station. I've only heard rumours. He's talking low and leaning in at mm. this point, but looking quite... But, like, you feel, Catalina, when, when that is mentioned, shock and surprise and at, at someone else knowing it, but not specifically about what is mentioned, more like this that feeling of your gut falling like something horrible is confirmed. But he didn't expect it to come what, from you. What was your mom's <laughs> name? Uh, Fleur. Fleur? Yeah. What's your surname, Catalina? Castanellas. Castanellas? Yes, correct. Castanellas, that's... We'll just go with that. This is Catalina Castanellas. Her mother is Fleur Castanellas. And we've just visited... We've just visited Bartwald Keep. I kind of look around and make sure no one's listening to this conversation. I know, but still... He's, like, nodding slowly, like this is all making a lot more sense with every passing minute. I see. You are more well-connected than you seem as well. We can't stop a war. We can't. But, well, I want there to be peace on the other side of it. And 
there's no way we're going to have peace if that war ends with burnt Felton's and Fellbrook's stomped to the ground by regiments of troops. I didn't think that's what we were. I didn't realize what I was a part of until it was too late. Sounds sort of hollow as he says it. No, sir, if you'll allow me to say there is honor in serving a guard of the people and this is no guard of the people, he says sort of to himself. And you can see him in his eyes being in a different place. Well, it might be fortuitous that we've come upon you because you look like a man in need of new conviction. And while I don't expect you to (laughs) swear your soul away to nothing, come with us and your eyes might open a little bit. It's not without hope out there. If your claim is true that you seek peace and rescue... And you know what you know, which I believe you do. I would like to help. I don't know what help I can be other than as a front man, but I can see that is definitely what you need, at least right now, to get into Ironspire. So I, I look him up and down and I say, is he in uniform? He is. Hmm. <clears throat> I say, well, that uniform's the uniform of a guard captain true and that stature and that name I mean yes yes the guard the ranking officers will know but do you really think your common peasant folk will realize that you're not still of rank or you're on unpaid suspension you're entirely right and I have to say this horrible commotion that's happened here in the last day or two Seems to be a convenient distraction from my turmoil. I think people have a lot more to worry about than to bother with smearing my name. I'd say you'll be filed under deal with that later. Very well. I'll be of assistance if I can. In fact, there are a few matters I could deal with in Ironspire once you're occupied or where you need to be. Then I can escort you out safely. I put my hand across the table and, and offer to shake his. And then I say, once again, Delvin Overson. Delvin? I believe it was not even a week ago that I last shook your hand. As I recall, I said to you then, my intention is to bring peace. To see the ways that we can all share something in common and work together. I hope we can see something of that to fruition. And each family shakes your hand. I smile, look at the two, and I look at the group, and I say, well, I see at this table... is he? He's a Graydon, right? Yes. I say, I, I see at this table <clears throat> a Graydon, a Barrowan, a Thinisian, and a Phelancull shaking hands and we're about to go rescue a Phelan as you say that K 
Catalina, who still has the shape of his emotions sort of flowing through her sort of essence, you feel like this spark that just goes like pops, like there's this moment of like inspiration, like, oh shit, I'm meant to be here. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is actually this is actually what I believe in is mm. doesn't matter who you are. If you seek the same thing, you're all the same people. So you feel that in him. Mm. Do with that what you will. I just kind of smile and. Well, you're gonna shake, shake hands. Yeah, I shake hands and. and <laughs> he soon moves on. He shakes yeah. your hand. Yeah. And uh, Catalina Castanova, Castanolino, Castanolinette, just Catalina, Cataloni, Catalina, Catalina, Castanellas. And he's a cross. And uh, you are brick, brick, brick. You have a surname, uh, <laughs> Alec, family crest, or just brick, just brick, just brick, just brick. Mm. He shakes your hand until your last, Captain. Say, say again. Until <laughs> <laughs> until your last, Captain. Until your last, your breath. last breath. Oh, okay, cool. I, I thought you were threatening for a second. I was no, like, what? it's like you're saying companions until you yeah, die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's yeah. He's like looking a little like, oh shit, like, and you actually feel within him is like surprised at that sort of peace that he's sort of feeling in this moment because moments ago his life was mm. pointless. Mm. Everything he believed in was broken, and the answer to maybe what he could offer seemed to find him. Yeah. So there's hope in, in his heart. I kind of lift up my glass and say cheers to everyone. Cheers. And to break that moment of, like, slight tension, I just go, cheers. Now, Captain Hale, a mace or a dagger? What do you think <laughs> would suit me better? Hmm, <laughs> that's a good question. See, he was really <laughs> fond of the mace, but we're thinking more concealment, so... Oh, this man has no practical training. It is like a toddler living around a stick. He can't even throw oh, a I, rock. To go from my lifetime of experience to advising a civilian on how to properly <laughs> equip themselves with weaponry is not... Uh, I might hold my tongue at this point in time. Oh, we'll call it just a fun bit of banter across the table. I heard that crossbows are good for peasantry, and I make oh. a quite a striking peasant. I don't think you're equipped to do with a crossbow. Uh, how are you all planning on travelling, might I ask? Well, we do have a rather conspicuous carriage. Well, it's more of a station coach, if you ask oh, me. Oh, bacon and eggs. Oh, no. They're fine. Them. They're at the stable. Oh. It's fine. Hmm. You're looking to enter, I'm assuming, the heart of the city. Right. Okay. Give me an hour. Can we take our horses? Of course you can. Oh, thank God. Bacon and eggs. Yeah. Just, I love... <laughs> I couldn't live without them, to be quite honest. They've right. become strong companions. Leave me two group. doors down. I'll see you soon. See you soon. He, he pauses as he goes to walk off, and he sort of, like, double takes at the group at the table. He sort of, like, exhales an unexpected smile. And walks away. He is. Is it just me or is he kind of really handsome for a man of his age? Yeah, he's got that salt and pepper yeah. thing. He's got, you know. <laughs> Six. I, I guess it depends on your taste. <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right, what's that do, Brick? 
Is he really well built? Is he like super? Is oh, he's a he has very good muscle definition. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, <laughs> well, well maintained facial hair. Perhaps we see different things in different people. An hour later, and you, uh, Mikey sort of pops his head in before you guys head out, but sort of has nothing to report, um, but indicates that he's gotten a hold of uh, a pony. <laughs> you fucking shitting me. It was like, can you ride the pony better than you can drive a car? I'm sure I'll figure it out. No problem. It's fun. All right, don't walk up There's just like it. a little version of the big one there, surely, even easier. Oh, fucking angrier. Did, did you name it? No, not yet. Uh, I was thinking sausage. Well, I, I rewarded myself last night with one and it seemed to do me pretty well, so... I love him. <laughs> you know it's bacon eggs with sausage. Bacon eggs and sausage. <laughs> what a lot. Hey, look, we'll be leaving with a whole, you know, gelded breakfast. It's a, no, gelden, gelded, no, what? A breakfast. noble's breakfast by the time we end up back where we're meant to be. All right, well, anyways, uh, I'll keep an eye on the tail. All right, mm-hmm. stay safe. And um, we've got a new friend, so if you see him, be on your best behaviour. He's right. still shaking off being an upright, uptight guard. And he used to hunt your type. Sorry, what? He used to hunt your type. My type? Yes. He used to hunt my type? Thieves. He's a guard, mate. I now I know that you're jumping at conclusions there. I only borrow. And now I don't even do that. I'm an upstanding citizen, sir. Thieves. <laughs> he tuts and sort of right. yes. stomps off. Well, should we go get that weapon of yours? I... <laughs> really? <laughs> it's probably, with time, it's not realistic. <laughs> I, I'm just like, I think it's fine. You're likely to be able to fish something like that out in the capital, potentially, okay. with different dealers. But the, you're not likely to find it in this town. So. Okay. But I'll, I'll sort of fast-track this a little bit because mm-hmm. I think we should get on the road mm-hmm. uh, after an hour, uh, unless you guys have anything very specific you want to do. No. There is a large, recently refurbished, uh, not quite as big as the cart you had, but clearly a military-grade uh, vehicle. That is ready to be attached to horses, mm-hmm. of which I'm assuming you're bringing. Oh yeah, bacon horses. and eggs come. Bacon and eggs are coming along. Okay. Um, after a brief conversation with the the cart person, you could negotiate to either have your cart held there or sold on. So, sort of up to you as to what you want to do. I think we should hold on to it. I think it's lost half its value. It's very damaged. True. I think holding is it conspicuous though. We left in it, we should return in it. That would make the most sense, but leave it here. Yeah, I think leave it, have them hold on to it. Because then we can return to Galdavale and it's like super obvious. Maybe we could, if we can work out with this tail, we could like have one person in the cart and but the others are like sneaking. I think something. it's worth, worth keeping. Yeah, keep it. It's a yeah. very, very big distraction. Okay. So he'll hold on to it. There's a slight fee for sort of holding on to it and a period in which it needs to be taken right. up. Otherwise it will be resold anyway. Okay. The cart is all hooked up. He is competent driver sitting at the front. Finally, thank God. Great. Uh, and he sort of <laughs> takes a moment to sort of get to know bacon and eggs and figure out their temperaments as he just sort of chats to you and listens into your negotiation until eventually you're all able to lo- load up into this uh, barred carriage that is quite reinforced and very sturdy. 
okay. nothing new by any stretch. And it's probably, you know, considering he got, he got this at last notice, you can tell he's had some connections here in the past that he's at least been able to pull those strings. And in short order, with a whip of the lash, the, uh, the cart gets rolling and starts heading out of town. Competent driver at the helm. <clears throat> and uh, I feel like we, we should give this a little little bit of a pause there. I think there's maybe yeah. conversations to be had on the road mm-hmm. uh, as we have a new party member, but that is it for this episode of Mindsfire. Nice. I feel like we're, we're pushing in a direction now. I feel like we're on a path to like maybe getting somewhere, <laughs> like in terms of getting yeah. Ainsley. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, we've got a replica being built on that was ready to arrive. We're potentially going to get some help with um, Medela's auntie or at least finding out what the hell the deal is there. Yeah. It's very exciting. You know what else is very exciting? Uh, Waiting maces. in eager anticipation for <laughs> Le Petron. Is it even? Ah, there we go. Le Petron. Uh, Le Petron. Le Petron. Dark Fox. Professor X. Hell yeah, Trit. Yell at in fact, tickle duck, tickle Surprise, Alf, surprised face. That was that was a good, that was good, that got was good vibes at the end there. Yeah. You guys turned him around real well. That was fun. Very cool. It was like a weird, like puzzle piece connection almost. It was kind of nice. I liked it. Thank you for being our emotional, uh, like Geiger counter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anytime. 